Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A underage version of the Touchline Media Group because we're going to spend literally at least 90% of today talking about literal children. Um, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. Um, Speaking of literal children, my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, at an all-time low show, um, which is uh is a band that i really enjoyed when i was 17 i granted still really enjoy them but you know whatever emo is not a phase it's a lifestyle uh this episode is brought to you by uh, smith workforce management group whoever blue wire sites put in um paramount plus uh i guess anybody else um I'm definitely naming this episode in which it's not a phase. It's a lifestyle. Um, I am joined by uh, two panel members and a longtime friend of the pod. Uh, We are joined by uh, Ben from the, uh, I would say the, the center of the U S men's national team ecosystem, which is uh, Northern Ohio. They do spend a weird amount of time in Ohio. I'll give them that. Uh, I'm also joined by the, uh, the home of the most really the most successful uh, owner in sports, uh, Stan Kroenke, who I, I believe does live in Colorado. Uh, Kev, how are we doing? Big time Nuggets fan over here, feeling great. <laughs> and we are joined by a friend of the pod, youth correspondent uh, Garrett from, uh, based on a hat, I'm going to say Atlanta. No, Birmingham. This is a 96 Olympics hat. Oh. Wait, that's way cooler than I thought it was. I thought it was yeah. like a Mitchell well, like and Ness. No, it was a graduation gift. So, I mean, I had to, had to rock on the pod. Of that's Even though this is, you know, podcasting age, you know, famously visual media. So. Tuscaloosa, huh, Garrett? Hey, you know, some are saying, some are saying. <laughs> Let's not give the address out in the podcast, please. I'm begging you not to. We'll, oh, we'll... Your, your Twitter bio doesn't list your address. So I'll. I, I, that's as far as I'm going to go to stalk you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we are, um, we're going to talk about the, uh, the U20 world cup. Um, we've, uh, we've played two games, dear listener. If you, if you haven't, um, been watching or paying attention, uh, you are missing out on fun, coherent soccer from a team wearing America's crest, um, interesting tactics that you didn't see coming. Um, so let's, uh, let's go through, so let's go through game one, which I think as far as I'm concerned, was was uh, like the most surprising thing I've seen from this team, both tactically and result wise. Um, Can I throw out a high level thing first before you dive into the nitty gritty. 
Yeah, sure. Why not? There are no rules here. I just want to know if I'm the only one feeling this or if you guys are as well. Like the 2019 um, version of this seemed a little bit more, I don't know, desperate is maybe the wrong word, urgent because of the 2018 fiasco. I'm not feeling that same level of like desperation to see these guys do well. Like I'm enjoying it. But at the other, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? They're 19, 18. Like, this is not the end of the world. Whereas in 2019, I was like living and dying with those guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that. I, I can say this, like, um, when you, when you start looking at players and like, I remember with Weya, it was like, Weya played really well at that U20 World Cup. And we were like, we need you to play well at this U20 World Cup and then play well for, I guess at the time it was, where was he then? PSG. PSG, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, and and we were like, okay, we need you to hit, like, and, and like now-ish. Whereas like, right now it's like, I don't need any of you kids to hit. Like, one of you. I need one of you to, to hit so that I feel good about keeper depth in 2030. Like, that's where, where I'm at. And like, would it be nice? Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, I would love it if Diego Luna could figure out a way to be a senior level player. I don't think he is. He's a lot of fun. But, yeah. like, we we don't need it, right? Like, I, are there any players on this team who you who you have the urgency to, to, to see on the senior national team the way that we did with, with I mean, at previous at previous iterations of this, Josh Sargent or Tim Weah or Sergio Dest or what, Chris Richards, whatever. I mean, Tom, the same kind of way, Kevin? What's that? I, sorry, I said you guys, you, Kevin and Garrett, you guys feel in that same kind of way or not as much? I, I do feel that way. Part of it is, and time will tell if it's, there's compelling options that we can start at like all of these positions for the senior national team right now that I want to see play. In 2018, 2019, there were a lot. I just, like, you know, burn it all to the ground. I don't want to see any of those bones ever again kind of thing. Um, so it felt like we had to, um, like, immediately come on with, like, new players. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing, the guys that I think that we would need the most, I guess, in the near future, or guys that have a chance that break, to break in the near future, Pax Naris and Jalen Neal, aren't here. So it's kind of hard to talk about in that stretch. But, I mean, a guy that I'm excited to see what's is even with the team right now is Rokas Puskas. Um, he reminds me a lot of McKinney, just in kind of his play style. Obviously, I don't think he's – I don't know if he's going to get some Premier League, but um, a guy that I definitely like to watch. I liked him a lot during the U20 tournament. And um, I, I would like to see, especially with just kind of how our midfield is shaping up, it's going to be really hard to break into the next – in the next six to eight years. It's going to be tough. Um, but – I would say Roxas Buscus right now is who I'm excited to see the most kind of going into when we um, eventually get to knockout rounds. Right. And like for, for me, like if we're, if we're actually talking about like some measure of urgency or whatever, like to me, it's Caleb Wiley as a like backup left back who can maybe overtake Jedi at some point in the next three years. But like, I don't need him to hit. We we've, we've, we've seen Jedi go on godly stretches of time with no break, which like granted not great. Well, and Gomez has um, looked pretty good in his time too. He, he right. combines well. Yeah, Gomez and and has looked a lot better defensively, especially in the Ecuador game. I don't think that we played defense in the Fiji game, um, but like in the Ecuador, like he was like fine, good, even like 
you kind of get like just to fall back on the I don't know if this is the the uh like the 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 oh geez stumbling of my words is late here. Uh like the the cheater's way to say like, oh yeah, he's not a great athlete, but he's skilled. Like if you're just gonna go on like the old standby, like it kind of looks like he kind of looks like it. You know what I mean? Like he's not he's not gonna win a lot of foot races, but he's skilled, he combines, like, I don't know, he's fun. He's he's the kind of player that we don't usually see at left back. He's not Frankie Hayduke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to give a uh, shout I mean, out to Jonathan, oh, uh, to to uh, John Lovitz at this moment as a <laughs> plus athlete. Uh, it's a thing we did for a while. <laughs> I mean, the interesting thing about Gomez is Gomez has kind of had a weird trajectory at the USMNT. Obviously, he came back. He was in the um, he was in the like real national team setup with Camp Cupcake back in 2022. Um, I believe he had like 18 minutes like that or something like that. Have U20 World Cup? He gets the Real Sociedad move. And he kind of just tapered off. We didn't really hear anything about him for a while. He comes back into Camp Cupcake this past January. Doesn't play super well against Serbia, I believe. That's when he got his minutes. Didn't look very great. Um, and I think he was a lot of, I mean, because of Caleb Wiley, I think we, a lot of us kind of not wrote off Jogo, but didn't really think about him as much. So it's been cool to see him get that, you know, getting that goal. I was just kind of happy for him as a guy, you know, it's just as a dude, like, man, it's good to see him all the adversity he's kind of faces kind of being stuck in the reserves of Spanish Spanish league soccer was, was, was really cool buzz. to see that there was some buzz with him at first when he started there and then it kind mm-hmm. of faded I think he made the bench once or twice right okay maybe heading into the next season he'll hit and just still hasn't kind of hit yet so maybe maybe this year is the year that he uses a kind of a springboard heading into fall and he's like just again like he's 18 he's a 2004 I don't I don't think he's turned 19 yet um and I think like with him, like when we, we, I I guess we haven't like officially won that recruitment because he can always file a one-time switch. Um, Shout out Tim Tillman. Um, But I I think like we forget that he's a huge deal, right? Like Mexico wanted him really bad. And when we're, when we're talking about like recruiting wins, he's a, he's a big one. I mean, he's a guy who could be a useful player at the senior team for the reasons that we want. Well, it's um, not like we're overflowing with left backs. We are like, not. If Trip. he's a serviceable option, he's going to get minutes at like the Gold Cup or whatever. Can I can I quote uh, everybody's favorite national team coach? Anybody, Jurgen Klinsmann, <laughs> anybody can play left back. I blame myself for not. Being <laughs> Truly, like given our our history at the left back position really a an all-time quote from an all-time coach well like up until up until uh anthony robinson like our all-time best left back was a converted midfielder that just kind of moved there to play there to be able to like well i want to keep playing so i guess i'll be left back i mean that i would say that yeah we do love you bees um but i would say the second probably like if you if you go by like club level and like what he's done are we certain that our second best left back in the world right now isn't 36 year old Timmy Chandler. Like, are we positive about <laughs> that? What does that say? <laughs> well, when I bring, when I bring up, like, is he the best left back ever? Everybody is always like John O'Brien. I'm like he didn't play left back for the U S he like, did not. <laughs> I mean, I guess he played for Ajax a little bit back in the day, but like, no, if that's your argument for the best left back, that tells you everything we need to know about the historical state of the program for that position. It's, it's like when like, uh, like people talk about like the best player in your program's history and like 
for Arkansas basketball, it's Corliss Williamson. And like, that's, that says enough. We're good. <laughs> we understand uh, that the, the reason that came up was because um, I was, I was having a nice little back and forth uh, with, with friend of the pod, uh, uh, Adam, USMNT Stan. And I explained that like, while people are sort of down on Jesse Marsh for reasons that I am super unclear on, um, wouldn't it be fun to do 90 minutes of hell? Like, what if we just press to hell for 90 minutes and well, see you, what happens? How can you not understand it? Like, he's just gone from failure to failure for, like, two years. So, so, so I, I, I still like him, but still, like, I, I get it. I, I just want to say, like, failing up is a uh, Princeton tradition. Like, dude, <laughs> dude is doing what his alma mater has taught him to do. Credentialism is, at its finest. Like, I, 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 I think, like, you, you got to say to yourself, like, what university prepares you better to just a series of failure upward than Princeton, right? Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to make any commentaries about the, the American uh, employment scene, but someone's from an Ivy League school. They tend to be able to fail a couple of different times. Um, I, I'm not going to name my company, but I got my current job because I have a master's degree in the things I learned in my master's degree have zero to do with the job that I do, but I got to check that box. So uh, yeah, there you go. I, I, I'm, I see, I, I, I'm one of, I'm in one of the few professions that like, I actually, like, I absolutely do need my degree um, because law, um, although strictly speaking, according to uh, the constitution, you can practice law. Anybody can practice law if you're, if it's, if it's by yourself. Um, but you can't perform surgery on yourself. So I think doctors win that. You also don't have to pay income taxes, according to the Constitution, as far as I, as far oh. as I understand. Our, oh, so we're going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 was it Wesley Snipes, who was like the, the most famous? He was like, he was jailed for, I don't know, yeah. longer than a few days over it. Yeah, he uh, he, he he did hang out in jail speaking of which not jail wesley snipes has anybody yeah. seen uh that uh the the remake of white men can't jump they did a oh, remake with, yeah, jack, yeah. with jack harlow um who? who i only became uh aware of because of the show dave and they keep saying that lil dicky people confuse him for jack harlow and so i had to look up who jack harlow was apparently he's a big deal garrett i i assume as as the youth here you can tell us who jack harlow is <laughs> Yeah, Jack Harlow is one of those guys where like I saw him, you know, a white guy rapper signed me that was like, uh, a little skeptical. <laughs> then I listened to him and I was like, okay, this guy's not bad. But then like every girl that you meet in college, is like, oh my gosh, I love Jack Harlow. And you're just like, him? It's kind of like the rest of development bit with like Anne, where he's like, he's like, her? It's kind of like the him. And then like you it's it slowly became like, oh, it's like he's like kind of quirky and endearing. It's like, okay, I see, I see what people see in him now. So <laughs> His music's okay. I'm not a big rap guy, but it, it's it's fine. It's it's it passes. It seems like that, he... that is a name I've heard. Did they play soccer today, though? Oh, maybe. But why would we oh, talk yeah. about soccer? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, nobody's seen that movie. Apparently, I'm going to watch that movie. I don't uh, think it's out yet. It's a, I, okay. Well, that would explain why nobody's seen it. Um. <clears throat> so uh, they did play soccer today, but before we we talk about today, let's talk about Ecuador for a second. Um. We came out in a, I mean, we'll call it a 3-4-3 because people love to say 3-4-3. It was not a 3-4-3. It was a 5-2-3 or maybe a, a, a it, you know what it actually looked like to me? Like a 5-3-1-1 one, one 
where Owen Wolf was like a quasi midfielder, quasi attacker. Um, can, we, can we talk about Ecuador for a second? I don't yeah. know if you know this, Garrett, but like, I remember Ecuador being legitimately really good in 2019. Like I watched consecutively like the France game and then the Ecuador game. And I'm like, oh, they're better than France. Like, didn't they knock us out? Wasn't, Caicedo, wasn't Mo- Moises Caicedo at that World Cup? I think he or was. That, yeah, I mean, he had to have been at the time. Yeah. Are you thinking, Asa, the, the Olympic qualifier that we played? I think we played Ecuador, and then it was like a play-in game, and they, they smoked us. I, I, I came in third in the 2019 uh, um, version of this U20 World Cup. So I, I'm curious if, they, if that was just a good team four years ago or if they just have good youth teams. Uh, I mean, I'm it looking... looks like they just have good youth teams. I mean, just I mean, just the guys they look, had. They had the um, kid from Chelsea who didn't actually do too much today. Thank you, no Pies uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have. I mean, you can see the talent. They have some. They just have creative players. They just have players that are different than us. You know, physically, we we looked a little bigger than them. But I mean, just technically, they just had that. Someone described it. Today, I can't remember who said it today on Twitter, but it's like they just have that kind of South Africa or South American flair that just we miss in our kind of development here in America. Ecuador absolutely knocked us out of the 2019 World Cup. Yeah. Um, they. This was, uh, this was not up for debate. I knew I was right. Yeah. Yeah. You were right. Um, they, they. So. So I think. I mean, they have a good setup. Like the the team that I saw against us a couple of days ago, like. They had a number of players who I was like, oh, he's good. He's like, like, that's mm-hmm. like a, a slight problem, right? But, yeah. and I guess that's like, and like, look, credit to Mikey Varas for, for being tactically adept, but like Justin Che, uh, Brandon Craig and, um, and Josh Widener, who had an adventure of it today, um, like they did the job and like Caleb White, like, I love how it's, it's just like a program thing to just have our left backs get way the hell forward at all times. <laughs> like at this point, it's part of like American DNA where it's like, just get forward. We, we don't really care what you do back here. Like we'll have somebody fast at left center back to deal with things. And well, back in 2019, I was like super motivated. That was like when I started the blog, not when the blog has like unofficially died. It has um, not died. It is, it is, it is <laughs> gone to a farm upstate. It is going it may, to come back. It may, it may revive at some point, but for now, this will be my soccer outlet. But um, no, back then I actually... Uh, took every roster and added up the transfer market value of the players on the team just to see like who the most valuable teams were. I'd be curious if somebody else wanted to do that because I don't want to do all that work. But I'd be curious to see where like Ecuador falls on that. If they're, I mean, other than the Chelsea kid, do they have legit? Do they have legit players? Um, yeah. I mean, I I think the the, the the there's the Chelsea kid and then one like I think the left winger. Um, is apparently like very well regarded. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that they were very good. I, I do want to say, um, given the setup and given playing Gomez at right wing back, which I've never seen him play, granted, I don't watch him outside of the national team setup, but like having an inverted right back next to Che, who is a quasi right back in his own right. I thought it was like a really nice wrinkle because he allowed Wolf to be that quote right winger. Well, and I thought overall the whole performance was very um Berhaltery. It was just kind yeah. of like a, we're gonna control this, we might create a chance here and there, but this is gonna be 
you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of choke this game and see what happens. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, I, I think like, I think in the chat, like I was like, that was Berhalter, yeah. Berhalterian mm-hmm. uh, as hell. Like it's like dick around late winter from a defender. Oh. Great. And Varus was hired when that was like the thing that, you know, we hired a Dutch guy to be the technical director. Then we hired a, you know, a Dutch raised player manager guy to be the coach. And kind of, that was the whole thing, but yeah. apparently we're just tearing that up and starting over again. It's, it's what, what, why wouldn't we, um, the best player on the Ecuador team from 2019, I've been looking this up, uh, since we've been talking is LAFC's own Jose Cifuentes. Um, there you go. Anyways. Um, so I, I do also want to say like, I really like, uh, Gaga Slonina and like, he didn't do anything today. He had nothing to do all day. Um, but like, I think like when certain players get hyped, right. And Gaga has been hyped as much as any, anybody recently. Um, Like there's like a part of my brain. That's like, no way he's that good. Like, I don't think Victor Wembenyama is going to be the best player in the history of the NBA. Like people are talking about. And I like, I remember like way back in the day with, um with LeBron, like my brother kept being like, I'll believe it when he dunks on someone I care about. And then he dunked on someone. He was like, all right, great, cool. And like with Gaga, like I keep waiting for him not to be as good as I think he is. And I'm like very impressed. Like I know a lot of people are talking about like, oh, Chris Brady actually was better all along. But like, I mean, Fab was talking about like Gaga is the future of Chelsea, which is like, you know, granted, Chelsea loves their loan army, but still, I don't know if they still do. Is that still like anything good about Chelsea at this point? Yeah, yeah that's I do. I'm not like I, uh, Kat Macario from our women's team is joining Chelsea. And like my first response was like, fuck, that's not good. I mean, to kind of get back to that point about, um, Gaga, I remember before he declared, he had a con before he declared for us back last summer around this time, actually last summer. Um, he, he had a, about a few, he had like five or six games stretch where he just didn't play that good. I think he gave mm-hmm. up a, want to say around 15 goals i mean he just he looked rough and i remember there's like a section of u.s twitter u.s cemetery twitter that was just like how we don't need him anyway we have chris brady and then he declares and was like oh thank goodness he declared he's our guy <laughs> yeah and then afterwards you can kind of see it so it's just kind of funny how like u.s twitter specifically kind of you know over like kind of was like oh we don't want this it's kind, of, it's kind of like the um the cutest girl in the school you're like oh no i can't stand her i can't stand her it's like, oh well she has a crush he's like, oh wait really it, it kind of felt like that with gaga and now that it's like oh he's our guy like yeah he's going to chelsea oh heck yeah but if he was like the polish guy's like oh he'll just be he'll just be buried he'll be playing in the championship for five years who cares he's not that good we have chris brady or we'll have roman Celitano if you want to go that deep uh on that note i would like to give a big shout out to uh julian Araujo. Um, I hope I hope being on Barca's B team is fun. So the, Afro- let's get on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> it's got some cool hair. This uh, Lenny's <laughs> double save today look a little weird. to Anybody else? Like, the, I was feeling awkward about it, and then I saw the replay, and I'm like, okay, the first save was pretty good, but like, I don't know, it just uh, it didn't make me feel super safe. Uh-huh. It's I, a little I, weird. Yeah, I, I think like. I don't know. I, I I have seen him like be awkward before um, and make like saves like that, but I don't know. I mean, he's still eight. What, what is he? 18, 19, he's 18. 18. He's yeah. 18. Like 
he's he's not a a first team ready. Like sometimes you see players here and you're like, oh, that dude could step in to a to a senior level team. Like maybe now, like Cade Cowell is what Cade Cowell is. And like, if at some point we as a program need someone who's super fast and super strong, who can run go routes over and over again, he can do right. that right now. Can, can we in warmups give Cade Cowell a jean jacket and a cigarette? I hope so. Yeah. Like, I just need him to look like Billy even more. <laughs> like, please. I, like, Cade, if you ever hear this somehow, jean jacket, cigarette. Like, I don't know. Just make it happen, man. I don't know if there's been a player just based purely on, like, physical appearance that I've wanted to succeed so badly. It's like, hey, just because, like... <laughs> Although, I don't know, Diego Luna's a pretty close second there. Ooh, actually, yeah, yeah. Luna. I want that guy to be hit so bad. Luna? I mean, Luna. Under, underrated, though, is the hair of Nico Sakiris. I mean, the dude's got oh. a beautiful mullet. Beautiful oh, yeah. mullet. Oh, my it's, God. It's gorgeous. Um, is it, like, a dread mullet? What? <laughs> No, it, it's like, I mean, it is purely like party or like, you know, business up front, party in the back. I mean, like it looks normal head on. And then you see like a side view and it's like, oh, that is, that's a mullet. That is a beautiful mullet. <laughs> um, can we, can we get a shot dreads out? then? Doesn't somebody have dreads? Is it not? Uh, for Krannis has like. That's what it was. For Krannis has is, is it braids? Is that considered yeah, that's, braids? It's or is braids. That considered... Oh, yeah, braids. Okay. Th- those, those are braids. Krannis and, uh, and yeah. Tiskiris' hair. I, I like sort of was half paying attention um, during the during the second half of this game, and he like came over for a, uh, a corner or something, and they and like uh, FS two because they love their close up shots. Um, please stop doing that. If if we can 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 talk to anybody in the media ecosystem to like stop doing close ups uh, right. in the run of play, it's real irritating. And Diego Luna was not always particularly pleased with Mister Tiskiris. I noticed. <laughs> also that, <laughs> uh, but for Kranis has great hair. Um, Finish that and, run, Nico. <laughs> um, I, I I do say like I think that like the swagger of this U twenty team, like as long as we're like going to be sort of like zoomed out a little bit, I really like it. I really like how how they play, right? And like in the Concacaf Championships, um, I I I was one of those people who was like, we're better off with Cowell not on the field when it was Clark, Aronson, and Sullivan, um. But, like, the way that this team plays is such a reflection of Cade Cowell, of, like, that just, like, sort of, like, whatever. We're going to, like, we know that we're not changing the way that the world sees American soccer. We and know. we're only going to use one foot. We are going to use one foot. <laughs> we're going to use it really good. <laughs> we are going to be fast, strong, and we are going to get the ball onto our right foot, unless we have Jonathan Gomez, at which point we will get the ball on our left foot. <laughs> All right, we're doing a bad job of being granular. So let's go big picture again. Uh, favorite player so far? I, my, I, I'm going Brandon Craig. That dude is balling. He's been uh, my favorite so far. See the one that pinged that like. That yes. If somebody pinged a pass, it was Brandon Craig. Holy fuck! <laughs> remember seeing that live? And like, it, it was. I mean, that ball was traveling like 70 miles an hour, like three feet off the ground for like 90 yards. Was there was insane. no way in hell I was going to grade this game, but every time I saw Brandon Craig hit a pass, I'm like, damn, that was a plus two. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Garrett? Favorite player? I mean, okay, I'm going to say Luna, but strictly when Luna plays on the wing. Because when Luna plays on the wing, it's just like it, it like unleashes him. He's just so fun to watch. He's such a technical player. And I believe someone someone said it on a live stream or whatever, but he's like the opposite of K. Cow. Like he's not very athletic. He's not very fast. But boys that do, do technical. And he's just so fun to like 
just everything about him kind of kind of like what um Kevin said like I, or I, I believe it's Kevin or Ben like he's the one who I want to succeed just because he's such a he's such a unique player and only not only his appearance but just how he plays he's just so fun to watch he he reminds me of a player that you would he reminds me of someone we play like in a South South American competition I'd be like man he is tearing us up and like it kind of feels like we have a guy like that who's just watch him, and fun to watch, watch. move too it's so like he just like little spurts in between like from there to there and he's in between the lines he's just constantly he's not like full out sprinting for long distances but he's just popping from pocket to pocket I don't know I I don't know if there's a good comparison or not because I'm not old enough to remember but uh, I wish I knew what uh how do you say that guy's first name Katua McBlanco I want I wonder what he looked like when he was 18 or 19 because they've got the same kind of body so I don't know just I'm curious to see I don't know so I'm going to do a, uh, a cross-sport analogy that I like. I would like everybody to ruminate on during this minute and a half that we listen to our, to our, uh, our, our ad read. Um, Mike Hart. Hey, everybody. Uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably. Chelsea, no. PSG, come on. Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more, fire, in soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Moist. time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League. Live exclusively on Paramount Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on on Paramount Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Golazo. So I want to. I want the, the reason I say Mike Hart is I don't. When I look at Diego Luna, I don't see someone who's overly athletic. I don't see someone who is overwhelming people. Even even his technical moments are still sort of like clunky. Like he had a. A, a foray into the box late in that um, Ecuador game where he just sort of like somehow kept the ball over and over again and got yeah, into I, a dangerous area. I could have killed Cade Cowell when he didn't bring down that long ball though. Oh. I forgot who hit it to him, but I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> um, but like, Sorry, I think, ball, I think, but still. but still like, but I think with like Diego Luna, it's just like somehow he keeps getting five yards like on 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 like isos and you're like how why what like that like little spurt like okay great um the player who i am like sort of riding with really hard right now um is is caleb wiley um like i really like part of it is i really want him to succeed for a lot of other reasons um the fact that he talked shit about chicago for not releasing their players awesome the fact that he like very much like there are certain players who you who you watch and you're like, oh, you shouldn't be here. Like you're probably should not have been released by your club because you're you're really good. Um, and that's what Wiley feels like to me. And like when he came on, you know, late in, in the game today, I was like, 
cool, we're good. Like, it's fine. Caleb, like, if we need Caleb Wiley to do something, he will do something. Um, and he, you know, was he the one who he, he tapped in that last one, right? Yeah. yeah. Craig hit one off the post. And then he Going tapped. back to Brandon Craig. <laughs> yes. Who doesn't love a cool free kick taking defender? I mean, <laughs> it, it it's terrifying to me because anytime like you're, you're, you're in a free kick situation, it's like, I'm going to have a center back here. I really hope we don't get countered. Oh, <laughs> uh, who was that Brazilian center back that did it all the time? Uh, played for Chelsea, David Luiz. David Luiz, yes, yes. Um, I don't think he's David Luiz, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in terms of um, disappointment, so let's let's go the other way through two games. Um, I, I'm going to start with mine because I I think that it's I I, I gave him praise a moment ago. Um, Quinn Sullivan, like, hey, we didn't get Kevin's favorite. Uh, yeah, oh, mine, oh. mine, Diego Luna. And for a cross, like, sport reference for an athlete, we talk about, like, Luna being so, like, spurty. And I feel like sometimes it's almost like it's unexpected movement that gets in his face. And it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, like Winston, who was, like, classically the inverse of a Division One basketball player athlete. But just, like, his movement was, like, kind of goofy. He was, like, technically skilled. And, like, he would he – would, release you know these lob layup shots like a half a step earlier than you should have so like the, the defender was still on the ground the ball was already, already out of his hand i feel like with luna it's like some of that same stuff where it's like he'll let the ball roll across the front of him when it seems like maybe he'd be more comfortable taking like a touch with like his outside foot more quickly and like i don't know it's just it, it seems like it's a lot between the ears that that gets it done versus you know what he's doing with his feet uh, that is Bayern Munich's own Cassius Winston. Got to get a Winston Bayern jersey. Although uh, Dortmund's going to win the league, so I'm super excited. About dude, that. you just jinxed it. They're going to yeah, they're, they're so going to screw that game up. <laughs> so a, a guy that I, I work like really closely with is like uh, he has like ownership in Dortmund. He's from Germany, <laughs> so uh, I've been like talking to him a bunch about it. He like almost won't even talk about it. He doesn't want to even acknowledge. Like, that like any of it's going on is terrifying. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. Don't. <laughs> they're at home now. I just wanted to see if they're uh, at home or away. I mean, it, they're it's their favorite to win the league, like flat out. So we'll see what happens. I'm trying to figure out who the the U20 World Cup betting favorites are right now. All right, what is with all the gambling on U20 all of a sudden? Like, I don't recall this at all, and not not you, Kevin, but, like, I've been seeing, like, all these tweets about, like, over-unders, and, like, I'm like, what is this? Is, like, are we going to get, like, a match-fixing scandal? Is it, and, or is it gambling just more we've already, we've already had a deal four years ago? Match-fixing kind of, like, hits a nerve, considering I just graduated from the University of Alabama. We're going <laughs> through that right now with baseball, so, yeah, I, was, I just would prefer one of my teams just not to go through a match-fixing scandal. Yeah, oh <laughs> I mean, they we would be betting on five a high school football in the state of Texas if like if if people were convinced that like there would be enough action. Like you know, the books don't care about well, the game being fixed. They just you know they're just trying and, to match bets. And like the lower you get, the more vulnerable it is. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're and, close. Like it's more easy to influence a match with nobody cares about. Well, right. I, mean, I, I don't know if. 
I don't, I mean, it just kind of depends. I mean, especially like in football, I mean, all it kind of takes is like getting the long snapper to like, like, Hey, like just throw one over. It's two points right there. Plus possession of the other team. So it's, it's once you really get to like the lower, like one, a football, you could, if you're really betting some, if you're a degenerate and you're betting on one, a football, you have some problems, but you know, you could really get some action there with some money. Yeah, it, maybe it's just that gambling is more prevalent now than it used to be. But like when I was, I was actually just trying to find uh, the XG for today's game, and I couldn't find anything but like gambling overs and unders and stuff for the thing. <laughs> so, uh, did did anybody see the XG? Does it exist? Do they, do I, they don't, do I don't know. If that got scored. Like even on Fot Mob, like it was a very thin stats page. I don't, right. I don't know. All right. So it's, most yeah. disappointing player since Asa is no longer with us. Because I don't even whoever, have a, I mean, whoever's playing striker. I mean, maybe Yappy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoever's playing striker. I mean, I think Yappy came in and played pretty well for the most part against um against Ecuador. Kind of did some nice moving. But, but I mean, against Fiji, I mean, you have to bag two or three of those goals. And kept, I kept kind of thinking, how much does Pepe bag in this game? And I'm like, hey, he probably, he probably has four. He probably has four realistic goals. And it just... You want Yappy to at least get one of those. One of those, you know, we're happy. Probably gets like a seven match rating. No complaints. But, you know, you really, especially for an MLS striker who's starting for his team, you want to get a little bit more out of him. Yeah, but if there's like a, a minor league MLS team in the league, it's the Colorado Rapids. So, like, he's starting for like that a... Is, that is fair. Like a D2 roster. It's, it, it, you know, it, there's not many teams in the league that I think he'd actually would be starting for right now. But the fact remains, it's still BG. Like... I don't know. If you give me three months to train, I might be able to figure out how to score a goal against Fiji. <laughs> I, I, what is, I was actually thinking about this in the car. What is the population of Fiji? Well, we have a proud tradition of Googling things live while we record. <laughs> Less than a million people. So, like, it, it, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to, like, equate, like, okay, like, what are we really playing against? And it'd be, like, a... Delaware. Like, or, yeah, or, <laughs> like... Two Wyoming or something. Like, if you were, like, Named to the all Metro Detroit like <laughs> high school like soccer dream team like there's a good chance you're better than these guys on the Fiji net the U twenty team like Detroit like, FC is probably better right anyway sorry you know, okay. we we were talking we were talking about hair you know earlier with our guys I mean Fiji had some all hair team oh, guys yeah. I mean they had some guys that just had some hairs of head it, it, Con, incredible one dude named Khan caught my eye. There was done. There was done. I was like, okay, like, yeah. You know, I, I kept. I was looking at the names. I was looking. You saw a little bit more of an like Americanized last name. I was like, okay, done. That's not. And then you see his foot in his hair. I mean, he has like a classic mullet, and you're like, oh, oh heck yeah! I can't believe the oh, mullet is yeah. like kind of sort guy. of in style again. I mean, I'm all for it, but I did not see that coming. You know, it's kind of. I, I you know everything kind of comes back. I guess it's like an '80s thing. You know, I, I wasn't alive back then, so I'm not sure. But I think that was like an '80s type thing. So. <laughs> Just, it all kind of just, comes back around like just drive four decades later. Through, man. Hey, I barely remember the eighties. I was <laughs> I, nine I, when they ended. Okay, yeah. I was I was three. Um I, I was I can't tell exactly how old you are, Gary, but you seem a little younger than us. And I very much appreciate are you I'm assuming you're Gen Z? Unfortunately, yes. No, I I I love the fashion sense that Gen Z is bring back. The bullets, the mustaches. It's very like grungy, baggy pants are back, like it's Oh. You're just hoping Rock See, isn't quite dead, Kevin. That, that, I'm also hoping that that's gonna like, you know, that's what's going to come back next. 
but we'll yeah, see. it's the baggy pants. And then you also get like the, the tank tops. And like, I don't, <laughs> as a, I don't know, as a guy who's like, I'm 22 years old as a guy, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can pull off the tank top. I'm not going to lie. It's just, I'm, I think that's one even, that I, I'm not, not going to lie. I have like, it's a thing with me. I have a collection of trashy tank tops. Like if you want a guy to wear like an American flag or a camo or like some sort of like wolf on a tank top, I've got that. Hey, what that's incredible. We're talking about white trash tank tops. Yeah. But enough about Kate Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> tank tops out, but I'm starting. I'm just rebuying them. So like, I got a good oh, USA yeah. one for Memorial Day. But everything that I had from Pax Lunch, you basically made me throw up. Um, my my go to uh trash tank top is just uh basketball jerseys or um you, or you and uh you and Serginio Dust. Yep. Um basketball jersey I bought for like thirteen dollars on sale at the Spartan bookstore that still gets play at least a couple of times a year. Charlie Bell. I have a Charlie Bell jersey from back in the day that is uh gorgeous. So I, I guess we're going Christian Leitner jersey. Ooh, nobody yeah. needs that. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we're, I, I don't know that there's a guy who I'm seriously disappointed in so far, um, just because I thought the performance against Ecuador is pretty good and Fiji is whatever. But uh, I've been a little disappointed that Quinn Sullivan can't get the dang ball on the net. Like he's had several. Like you at least got to work the keeper, man. Like I don't know. So I guess like do you give him points for getting in the position or take points away because I don't? Know, he's not doing his job but eh. yeah i i've been very disappointed with him like he's just like i don't know maybe maybe what it is it's just like he's being put in a bad situation um where he's like being asked to be the technical right side to Cade cowell's like athletic left side i i don't know all right i don't want to be like that guy but like all of the philly guys kind of are like that are you athletic enough to be a good player like, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that guy, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's all about speed and power and blah, blah, blah. But they're all kind of like the, they're all kind of an Aronson. Like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a little I, bit about speed and power. <laughs> like, you know, Mbappe isn't, you know, slow. Yeah. Not that we have to compare everybody to the best, you know, one of the best three players in the world, but like, it, you know, it sure doesn't hurt. Well, I think like a, a part of it is like, oh, uh, well, Leo Messi isn't that athletic, so blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but we don't, but 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 Jack McGlynn isn't Leo Messi, so. Right. And like, I don't know. Hot take. <laughs> oh, Sergio Busquets is very speaking fast. Of, oh, speaking yeah. of players with one foot. Best, best players, like their position in the history of the game. It's like, okay, yeah, I guess. We're also talking, Yusa, about Fiji having like 900,000 people and trying to equate that to like, so Oakland County, Michigan has 1.3 million people. So basically the U20 Fiji team would be playing like the all Oakland County like soccer team. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Like there are a couple of good programs in Oakland County. I think like, I think Country Day probably like puts together well, a good. <laughs> right. But like, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I maybe almost gave like too much credit for like, I feel like the game should have been a lot less competitive than it was. Yeah, I mean, they should have scored three or four goals in the first half. Like, I don't know how they didn't. It was just a shooting gallery for a while. It's like, well, is this going to be one of those games where you just don't score? But, yeah. Yeah, kind of getting back to Quinn, I personally think he's kind of played out of position. I like him better as a striker up top as kind of a poacher. Um, Just I remember going back and watching some U20 games for the qualifying. 
And it seemed like most of his best work, he was kind of in the box, kind of in the middle. It was in the box, kind of in the middle. So maybe play him as a poacher. I mean, he's not the tallest guy ever, but like maybe you can make it work. And then you have on the wings, you'd have, you know, you would have Paredes eventually, and then you have Cal and just have him them feeding it to him. Maybe that would work. But yeah, Quinn's one of those guys where I, I, I watch him play for 60 minutes. I'm like, eh, it's okay. And then he puts one behind the, in the net. I'm like, okay, good, fine, perfect. Right. Am I crazy though? All the Philly guys are kind of the same. They just play like different positions. Yeah. I, I mix them up quite a bit. <laughs> like, I can't remember which, like, wait, yeah. is, is, is which one's supposed to be the midfielder? Like, they have like the generic Gen Z name. They're like, you know, average height, white guy that like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. yeah. Is it I mean, Quinn, yeah. Aiden, or Paxton? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, maybe there's a Christian or a Drake in there. I don't know. I mean, you soon you get a Caven coming up too through the yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a bunch of Gen Z names. Is that sure. how that's pronounced? Caven? I think yeah. so, yeah. I is guess he, it's probably is he not, somebody's it's brother probably too. Is he Quinn? Yeah. He's Quinn's little brother. Caven yeah. Sullivan, who's supposed to be the absolute truth. This is a I'm not gonna lie. I've watched a, I've watched a few YouTube mixes with Kevin. Did, did, did you see, was it like it was like some like US camp that he was at recently and he was called up like a couple of age groups and in like a live scrimmage he did a he crossed uh like a ball was like pinged to him in the the box and he crossed it back to like the def- attacking defender with a scorpion kick. So he like <laughs> Times this looping ball up and then two like put scorpions over his head to play the ball like into the feet of like a guy who ran onto and got a shot on goal. And I'm like, how insane is that? Like, you've got to be feeling very comfortable that you're just like technically so far beyond like who's around you. You're like, this doesn't matter anymore. Like, yeah, we just need to get him like a fake Italian passport or something so he can move to Dortmund. I think I, he already I has a German passport. I yeah, think he already has a German passport. There we go. I mean, so he's gone. Yeah, he's 13. He's playing for the Philadelphia U17. So, I mean, realistically, a middle schooler is playing with, you know, like a sophomore, juniors in high school. Sure. If he's we want to play it, like is that right? I post, think he's 13. Yeah. Post pubescent people. Yeah. Because it's actually a dual national panic. Because, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's German now. He's eligible for the German national team as well. I think, and Bangladesh. So. I mean, Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah, because Quinn Sullivan did this whole. Um, I saw this thing on Instagram where he did this whole thing where he was like connecting with his Bangladeshian roots and like try- eating food and talking about how it's been like a part of his life. And like, I for like a split second, I was like, "What if Bangladesh just called Kevin, like thirteen-year-old Kevin Sullivan, <laughs> up to like <laughs> the captain, give him a huge NIL deal? What, what a, what a like." moment for globalization there's a there's a, a child born in philadelphia whose name is quinn sullivan which i i, I just how is he not the, irish exactly <laughs> sounds like a super irish no no you're bangladeshi you're irish up. right no i'm bangladeshi yeah wild <laughs> bangladeshi german and american yeah there you go <laughs> goodness yeah. gracious Did we lose asa but, again yeah yes Way to go host all right we got any more topics here or are we going to be done uh no, I think that's it. He just texted a uh how we're supposed to close the episode. Uh everyone's supposed to announce their socials. Uh, if we want to go around the room. All right, I'll do mine. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really do Twitter me. much anymore, but I'm at BL Herald. You can just search half spaces and you'll find me probably. But like I said, I don't do Twitter too much anymore. Sorry. Cap underscore Kukowski and you know the, the the running gag of trying to find me on the the Reddit 
uh, soccer and weather forums. Correct. Yeah, you can follow me at Garrett underscore Franks. So beautiful. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna get the Instagram up soon, so so be on the lookout for right. that. Um, especially thank you to our sponsors. Uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, uh, tell all your enemies, tell um, I don't know the Bangladeshi soccer scouting committee to to, to follow us for all of their cabin. Uh, Sorry, Garrett, this is going to be too old for you, but Kevin, you know, in, uh, in uh, Wayne's world, when Wayne storms off and leaves, uh, leaves Garth to host, mm-hmm. kind of feeling that vibe a little bit right now. Yeah. Oh, there's Nasa. <laughs> I don't know if he can hear us. I can hear you. Uh, have you seen uh, Wayne's world, well Garrett, done. or is that just a completely foreign reference? I have not seen Wayne's world. Isn't it like an SNL sketch? It started as that and then turned into a movie, like all that good uh, SNL sketches. I got you. <laughs> Yeah. Wayne's World Two has Wayne's World Two has my favorite moment, uh, maybe in any movie ever. Um, we're in fun of not going to get told, and like uh, uh, hey, this is uh, on fifty-six K. Good lord! <laughs> All right, just smile and nod. Just smile and nod. All right, Grandpa. Good call. Good call. All right, <laughs> someone finish this. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs> this is this is over now. Podcast Network.